All right, uh, we're trying to put some perspective on this whole St. Mike's debacle. It's a story that's festered all week, and it seems like uh, because the school has been condemned for being uh, a little tardy in so far as notifying the police, according to their timeline, they issued a, a statement to parents they sent out earlier today saying, you know, we were conducting our internal investigation. As a consequence, we expelled two sets uh, of four boys in each case, and uh, one was suspended. So the question really, I mean, on the school's reputation now, a lot of people are really uh, looking at this thing. Look, it's even gotten to a point where there's danger involved. Uh, there have been threats against people from that school to the school itself. Uh, an increased police presence on the school's property as of yesterday and including today. Uh, parent groups are being consulted, one at 2 o'clock this afternoon, another at 6 later on. So my question is, uh, actually, there are several. Did the school fail in their duty of care? Is this something that is persistent at this particular school? And would you still send your kid to St. Mike's? It's got a good reputation, or did, up until earlier this week. Your thoughts. Nick, I'm going to you first off. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Oakley Show. Good afternoon, John. I want to share something uh, which happened to my son a long time ago. He's well grown up now. He was, uh, I think, grade 9 or 10. He came home one day very upset, and I asked him what happened. He said that um, he has been suspended from school. I said, why? Also, he had some visual marks on his face. I said, why? What happened? Well, he said, there were three kids. They jumped on me in the washroom, and um, I was kind of beat up, and I managed to get out. So he gets out. He goes and tells the principal, and the principal kind of tell him, you are the problem, and suspend my son. The following day, I went to school. I talked to the principal. Well, he said, uh, you know, they're non-white, and your son is white, and uh, we don't want to rock the boat, and he started giving me a story. I said, I'm not going to accept that. I said, I want to get back to school right now, and I want you to investigate it. Very simple. Well, he said, you don't tell me how to do my job. I said, well, okay, fine. So five minutes later, I went to the police. We explained to the police what happened. They went, they arrested these three kids right from the classroom. And then the principal called me one day and he started uh, complaining, I'm giving the school a bad name. Well, two weeks later, after the, the, the event was over, the, the school year was over, there was a big fight in the parking lot. They had to send over 10 police cars to stop everybody. So what I'm trying to say, the principals, they're hiding all this stuff all along. Which school was this at, though, Nick? Was it at St. Mike's? No, it was another school. Okay, well, that's very important to stipulate. But So what you're saying is administrators at schools tend to try to hide this stuff for the school's reputation? Yes, yes that's 100% what I'm saying, yes. and uh, Could you name the school? <laughs> it's in East York. I see. Okay. That's all I can tell you. It's not fair. It happened over 20 years ago. I'm glad uh, the police department took it serious. They went over, they invested, they interviewed my son, they investigated, they arrested those three kids. I have no idea what happened after that. I did not follow up. They were young. Uh, my son was, I think, grade eight, nine or ten, I don't remember. All right, but the point but, you're making is that the yes. school administration uh, did not yes. treat it seriously until you had to go to the police, and you think this might be history repeating itself. Many, many other places, the schools, they don't want to get a bad reputation. They don't want the police investigating them or, or some incidents. All right. I appreciate your call. Uh, so it's not just this one particular school, but is this something that's endemic to school administrations? 
Now, St. Mike's saying in their own defense in the letter that they sent home that they actually notified uh, the police once they conducted their initial internal investigation. They say there have been many questions about our handling of the matter and the sequence of events leading to the expulsion of eight students and one suspension, resulting from two separate severe violations of the student code of conduct. The priority for the last three days has been on the victims, students, and our staff and faculty. We are now at the stage of the investigation where we are able to share the following information. And then they give you the breakdown of the timeline starting Monday when the school administration received on Monday morning a video of the first incident in the boys' washroom that severely violates the student code of conduct. And this was the alleged sodomization with broom handle. And the second incident, I guess, uh, came to their attention as well on uh, Monday evening in a locker room that, again, severely violates the student code of conduct. School continued on Tuesday to investigate internally both incidents, which included identifying, notifying, and interviewing all students involved and their parents. Second incident saw four more students expelled. That's on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the administration continues investigating the second incident, conducting interviews, and so on and so forth, and that involved the police. So it was on Wednesday that the police got involved. Uh, Your thoughts as whether or not this is going to damage this particular school, St. Mike's, reputation irreparably. Jim and Pickering, what do you say? Hi, good afternoon, John. It's a great day for let's finally get to the bottom of what's probably not an isolated incident. All right. And I'll tell you, John, I did attend there like yourself. And so I was there before you, mm. and I was there 1962, 1963, mm. in there. Mm-hmm. Sat beside Mike Walton. Oh. The of everything. But anyway, yeah. so, but anyway, John, I'm telling you, there was bullying at that time. And the bullying was from the staff onto the students. And the bullying from the staff and the violence went far far beyond corporal punishment, John. And I saw people there, and, and you know, I could talk to some of the ones I went there with. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, but well, let, let me just stop. Yeah. First of all, I went to the University of St. Michael's College. That's oh, the distinction. Now, here's the difference, though. That time you're talking about, yep. there was a lot of, there was still corporal punishment in schools. And, yeah, teachers would throw chalk and have kids, you know, whip chairs. I mean, it was a different time. And so that's one thing. I'm just talking about the here and now if you think this school has failed in its duty of care to the students or will there always be outliers and students who you know go off the rails and hazing incidents and so on and so forth i'm not even sure hazing is permissible anymore at most schools so i'm kind of surprised that this one uh, involved that with the junior football team do you think this has damaged this school's reputation irreparably I don't think so, and you know something, if it had done that, uh, we wouldn't have a Catholic church, John. So you know what? I mean, violence at the time was violence, and I know you want to talk around it, John. It was like punch in the mouth. I have a grown daughter now who is, you know, way beyond, right, and, and uh, you know, a professional in that, right? Now, I'm 72, but I'm telling you, John, the kids could never survive went there, and what goes around comes around. All right, what goes around comes around. I'm trying to talk about the present day, because this week has been one of those tumultuous weeks in the history of that 166-year institution. Is it damaged irreparably because of these incidents and what is now surfacing as a story? I'm not talking around it. I'm talking directly to it. Please do so as well. Frank, what's your take? Hi, John. Um, To a limited extent, and taking into account, I'm kind of looking back at what happened in that Penn State affair 
with Sandusky, the assistant coach, Paterno, mm-hmm. and subsequently the, the administrative branch of that university ultimately, ultimately being fined criminally culpable for covering up this stuff or not doing anything about it. Now, I'm not saying or implying that St. Mike's is culpable to this extent at this point, but if as that person who was on uh, the radio uh, earlier today had confirmed that there has been a history of this stuff going on, there's an old saying, what one permits, one promotes. And so if they allow this culture to exist in that environment, not only would they have failed in their duty to protect these students, but they could possibly be found criminally negligent because that would have been condoning an environment uh, in in that school environment that would constitute a wanton and reckless disregard for the safety of the kids. But certainly we have to wait to see what unfolds in terms of this investigation. But I think uh, certainly there's going to be a negligence claim being filed. Mm -hmm. And I would say before this comes to fruition or trial, if it settles before that, I think the school's going to continue to suffer that damage. All right, I appreciate your call. Uh, again, though, you know, this is something where you've got to put yourself in, say, the principal or administrator's uh, shoes. Can you control all the kids at all times, realistically, practically? Uh, is that part of the culture that if they know that there is, you will brook uh, no violation of their code of conduct or the virtues that they espouse, then these kids will always behave accordingly? Or are you going to get outliers? And so does that mean that the school has betrayed their kids when it comes to a duty of care they've helped to foster? Or Frank's call is also suggesting promote a culture of intimidation and bullying. You know, we'll pick it up again here shortly. Conrad Black's going to join us on the other side. Uh, I'll speak to some people who have attended St. Mike's. They wanted to weigh in as well, and uh, we'll continue with the discussion. It's that important, I feel. We've also got, don't forget, our panel topics worthy of discussion in about 50 minutes' time. This certainly does also fall into that category. Conrad Black, as per usual on a Friday afternoon, up next here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.